1: Welcome back to another episode. It's a long awaited episode. The man finally decided to hop off his high pedestal and join me on a special episode of Out of the Blanket in almost 600 episode. When was your first appearance on? Like 260 something?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'll keep checking it.
1: <laughs> and then from that time, we have not done another podcast, but we've hung out in person. We've chatted about the corporate elites in person. We've eaten crabs over the corporate elites in person. Um, literally picking through the shells of crabs is like the corporate elites picking through our souls and our wallets
0: and our wallets yeah and <laughs> mostly the wallet
1: how's it been man you got you look you got look I just checked out your videos um recently because I've been seeing you' been posting them I guess more frequently now you took a little bit of a hiatus but yeah you're a big name chili head now
0: uh, I, I don't think so but uh, all right I'll take that as a compliment
1: you're you're popular to me. You're like a Gene Simmons. I'd rather have you on my show than Gene Simmons.
0: I don't know. I think if you had Gene Simmons on your show, your show would blow up.
1: I sure it would just to watch him abuse the shit out of me. He's not very, he's not a very nice guy.
0: No, I've heard he's not. I've heard he's not. But he's got that good long tongue though.
1: <laughs> is, that, is that your vibration on your phone?
0: <sighs> it's my ring doorbell.
1: He sounded like a drug dealer for like, why do you wait? Hold on. You have a ring doorbell on your phone?
0: It, it when someone goes by the house, it it pops up saying there's motion at the door. What do you? I can't put it on airplane mode because it it won't let us do the video. So my wife will probably call at some point. The kids will probably be knocking at the door. The dog's gonna be going nuts.
1: It's, you got what do you got? YouTube money? You're just spending YouTube money on getting all these devices to be able to sync up to your phone.
0: Ah, uh, we haven't cashed in any YouTube money yet. We 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 got a little bit but it ain't much but you you got to remember I got split it two ways me and Dan 50-50 so you don't get much especially when you split it in half you know what I mean
1: well I see what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to actually reduce the amount of time I'm on social media compared to the amount of time people get sucked up into it. And I've heard a lot of people like, and that's a a crappy thing is when you're content creating, you're doing anything, you kind of have to be reliant on the social media aspect. And I just got lucky that when my Instagram and my Facebook went down, like everybody's did, that I, everyone knew I was still going to post an episode. There'd still be that. They didn't have to look for a post that there was a targeted thing for the episode. I was like, I'd rather do that. Like, G- I was watching a lot of Jim Carrey interviews and I didn't know Jim Carrey was like crazy woke. Not like woken, like the sense of like, everything is a scam or a lie, more like this shit. Like he went to the people's Grammys thing. It was a video from like four years ago. And the woman's like, are you excited to be here at the Grammys? He goes, why? None of this fucking matters. This is all, what is this? We're just particles fucking sitting in this ethereal space. And I'm like, man like that's a really like how much you like uh david goggins is like how much i'm appreciating jim carrey for just not really caring and just doing what he knows is like just being a person a human being on a giant floating rock in space
0: yeah they looked at him like a nut when he first started coming out with this stuff and started speaking outside the box as far as hollywood people are concerned and he he started talking what we would consider crazy at the time and i was like man that's a shame jim carrey done lost his mind come to find out no he's on a different level apparently i mean it is he a little crazy i'm sure we all are jim carrey he's a little he's i'm sure he's a little kooky but at the same time and you go back and watch it now you understand what he was what really was going on he was separating himself from all the bs corporate stuff he, i mean good for him he got his money and he got out alive You know, but you speak against Hollywood, you speak against all that stuff, and all of a sudden you got a target on your back, you know? Yeah. but good for him for stepping up and doing
1: it well imagine if charlie sheen would have had his little incident now rather than five years ago or however long ago he had his little incident where he talks about tiger blood like I, I bet you he would still be a person that would be like getting a lot of attention today you know he wouldn't just be like if you see videos of him now he just looks like a homeless person he lives at his parents house i mean it's still charlie sheen but he's reduced to cameo videos and you start looking at it like the times have changed so quickly from the age of two and a half men but like if he would have did that now, I think people would have had more, he probably would have gotten more traction on him. I mean, yeah, he said some crazy shit to the director of it, but it was that aspect of like, fuck you, Hollywood is how they could spin it now. Like that idea of fuck you, Hollywood has been the giant push for everything going on now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's it's hard to go against Hollywood. It's like, uh, it's like me going against uh, the bosses at my work. Like all of a sudden you're going to be, you're going to be, you got a target on your back. They, they want to take away your livelihood. They want to take away your means to support your family, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's tough. Like you want to stand up, you want to say something, but at the same time, do you really want to lose everything? You know, and, it, but it's, it's, it's a little different when you've stacked up a couple million dollars in the bank and you can do that. But when you're on a regular middle, middle-class level, it's hard to, it's hard to stand out. It's hard to say anything on social media that you feel is the yeah, people are doing wrong or anything? And I don't, I don't do any of that. But you read stuff, you see stuff, and you're like, man, this is crazy. But you can't say nothing because if you do, you'll just get attacked. And you're like, you know, it's it's hard because I try to I try to stay neutral because I, I see I see all the different sides, and I'm not one side or the other. I, I I'm in the middle on a lot of stuff. You know, not everything, but on a lot of stuff. So it's hard to step out and and, and stand stand up. And and Get away from, uh, you know, and and speak your mind. It's hard to do because you either get followed by a bunch of crazies on both sides or one side or the other, or you get bashed by everyone. So I'm getting tired of social media for the most part myself
1: what are you willing to sacrifice to become the the main trending thing? Like it's very respectable to me when I see people like Jim Carrey who don't really use their social media or any types of things, but still are able to do the craft that they love. I think it's a weird investment. Like you hear a lot of times about people that go, well, I needed a job. I was forced to do these things. I had no, no other option. It was like, well, you shouldn't be in a world where there's an option of, You have to live in Amazon conditions. I'm not mad at Bezos. I'm not rationalizing what he did. But from a business aspect, he just didn't give a fuck about your feelings and how shitty of a workday you had. But you did a job. He did pay you. So you start looking at a concept of, I just don't want people forced in a position where they feel like they have to act a certain way. You hear horrible stories of actors in Hollywood or just people throughout society that are put in a position that they didn't want to do, but they were like, well, that was just the times. And it was like, I don't know, what are we, we're only classifying the times and the times seem to be changing around us, but not in some serious structural issues. It's because who's really acting on changing the times? Like, I'm not trying to get deep on your episode, but I'm looking at it like- it's what's what when this idea of like trending or this idea of becoming popular our role models now are influencers not people that used to be superman back in the day our parents used to be role models in some aspects in some people's lives i mean i think our basis of it's the same shit just a different time our environment has changed but there's no difference between now and the 1970s there's no difference between the 1950s businesses still running the exact same and It's weird because I feel like in many positions in your life, and this just happened to me recently, I I won a court case, but the whole court thing, it's set up for you. I beat John Hopkins in the state of Maryland. That's a fucking 2-0 record that I like to brag about.
0: People might not know about Johns Hopkins because it may not be from the area or whatever. I think most people at some point have heard of it throughout the country. That's a massive establishment, and if you can beat them in anything – Bravo hats off to you,
1: but it's like I'm glad as soon as you walk in the doors, though, it's an admission of guilt, even if you're defended, just the way that it's set up with the questioning and I get it's trying to find a critical answer, but everything in the world is kind of set up to give the the power to the business rather than looking at the, the the minority person that might be affected by this. And in some cases we see that on social media of someone winning a court case, but you see that because out of most of the times it happens, it's a rare fucking possibility. That's why it's trending on news when these types of situations happen, but everything is, even if you're in the right, Everything is meant to shift the power out of your hands and put more into their hands, much like a toddler with a crayon drawing on the walls. You're the parent that takes the crayon away. It's like that's how the world's kind of set up to make you feel like you don't really have a lot of power in my uh, perspective of things.
0: Well, you don't you don't have much power. And, and uh, it, to quote uh, one of your past uh, guests that have been on a couple of times, Robbie. You go on and you leave a lot to unpack. <laughs> you go on, you, who's the uh? Who's the French woman? Um,
1: oh, Doctor Serene Emmy.
0: She's awesome. I love her episode. She's great. Uh, she goes on, and I'm mean, I'm sorry. You go on, and she goes. All right, hold on, Robbie. I, I love her accent too. Uh, she's like, you give me so much or so much to unpack, here, <laughs> and you just did it again. And and I've been waiting to tell you that. Like, I love listening, but I love when you go on a rant because I want to answer every question, but I feel like there's not enough time in a day to answer. All the questions and all the things put <laughs> out there <laughs>
1: is it better to be too little curious or too much?
0: I think, uh, in some sense, I believe, uh, I believe the more you know, the more burden you have. The more, uh, what's the old saying? I, I'm nervous, I'm always nervous when I come on and do any live things, so my mind sort of draws a little blank. Well, this but, isn't uh,
1: live, it's just you and me, so hopefully that'll.
0: Well, you know what attention. I mean. Anytime, uh, anytime I'm doing stuff, I get a little nervous. Even when we make videos, and it's like I, I still get nervous. But uh, I, I kind of draw a blank sometimes. But uh, out of the blank, there you go. That's good shit. But uh, what's the old say? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, and it, and it truly, it truly is because once you start to dive deep into stuff, and you really start to see different facts from different sides, and different stuff, and start to learn more. And I'm almost forty years old now, and I've come a long way as far as like what I've learned. And I'm not saying I'm, uh, you know very smart or any of that, but smarter than it was when I was 18 years old. So the problem is the more you learn, the more you see the world, the more you get it, the more heartbreaking it is, the more the more stressful it is because you see the wrong, you see the you see the lies, the deception, the 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 stuff And, and the good too. You also see good too, but at the same time it's like the more you know, the the I feel like the more stressful, the worse off you are in a sense, because there's nothing you can do about it in the system today. Hey guys, can you calm down a little bit? I I told the kids they can come in a room as long as they would just try to keep it down, but you're, you're
1: a good dad. I got you. Um, but
0: I I got two kids and a dog here. So
1: I think the idea that ignorance is bliss. I mean, it's not wrong. I just think that there's so like the biggest fear for me right now is the fact that like, and I'm going to ask you what your biggest fear is just so I don't feel like I'm the only person with my armor down here, but I think it recently I've been understanding that there's so much information out there that you're never going to consume at all. Like, even though I might know a lot about a certain few topics, there are some basic things like just making gelatin the other day. I didn't, I have more respect for, I know it's a machine now, but I have more respect for the aspect of making gelatin. It's not fucking easy when you have to do certain measuring pours and I'm not good with measurements. I'm not good with math, but I'm like, damn it. I could tell you all about the fucking CCP government, but I could never tell you about how to do this properly. I feel like a child in some aspects. And I think that's why, you know, I'm that type of person that never wants to feel like a child in anything. I'm going to try my best to upgrade that perspective or try and enhance myself to be better at that situation. But There are certain scenarios in life where I feel like even though it's like being in a doctor's office. When you sit on the doctor's uh, little chair, when he tells you to sit down, your feet never touch the fucking floor. So you're a child in a way. There's that feeling that in in all aspects of life, in all aspects of business, in all aspects of anything with the government that you get placed in that necessarily you shouldn't ever feel like you're placed in those situations where you're uncomfortable.
0: Right. Well, I think uh, going back to like what I was saying a, a little bit a, a little bit ago, and it's sort of a little different, but you, there is a big system in play and a, a big machine, and unfortunately, we're all part of it. And the only way I think – it's sad but true. I think the only way that these systems work is you have to have – hey, guys, keep it down a little bit. I think you have to have giant
1: – Just kick them out of the giant
0: pop- kick. What's kick that? Him
1: kick them out. Just kick them.
0: I know. Hey Push them
1: with a giant stick.
0: You heard stick. Mr. Roddy. Keep it down or get out the room.
1: I'm kidding. Don't yell at them like that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to hit them with something.
1: <laughs> Just take a bat. It's okay. If they're yours, it's okay. <laughs> the,
0: the more you learn and you see how the system it, it truly is and, and you, you, you learn enough stuff about it, uh, there has to be a giant population of people that are on the bottom because those are the grunts. And the only way that it, that, it kinda, that any system works, wrong or right, is there's a giant population of people that go out and bust their hump every day. And go to work for a, a decent pay, but not a big pay because the companies can't grow and and be huge and keep the government afloat and all this other stuff. You need you need a big population of people at the bottom. And it's it's sad because I I spent most of my life at the bottom too. And I'm still a lower middle class person. But if everyone was able to wake up in the morning and just get on their computer and do a couple hours of work on their computer from home and relax on the big comfy couch and and make fifty dollars an hour. What do you think is going to happen if no one goes out and is the grunt who's digging trenches and building bridges and 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 doing and shoveling the shit? You know who's going to do it? Technology. You have to have people. Yeah, technology.
1: That's it, coming, dude. That's don't don't even joke about that. that's coming. No,
0: but the thing is, technology by itself can't go out and level acres of land and dig at this moment in time can't dig foundations and pour concrete and 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 do all this stuff the way it needs to be done you need humans you need people and unfortunately it's got to be a lot of people who make a basic living in order for the system as a whole to work and it's sad because it'll never be fair there will never be um people that don't starve to death at the end of the day there will never be there Will never be people that uh aren't homeless, and uh, there will never be that stuff because it, that no matter what, it's it's sad, but it's gonna happen, you know, it's gonna happen. There's gonna be people that are struggling.
1: What do you think the realistic is she doing a handstand on the wall behind you?
0: Oh my god, hey guys, yeah, I don't know. That was I'm impressive to, as hell. I'm trying to try to on her. Wrong i'm here in the lion's Then I'm, I'm in i'm in the i'm in the master suite of the, the house i tried to i tried to get away from can't. that's why it's so hard for me and you people don't know why i haven't been back on you go to bed early you get up early i go to bed late i get up early but i also have three kids a wife a dog a crazy schedule i don't have i don't really we never match up even though we're like an hour and a half away from each other we're on different time zones you know
1: yeah. Well, different time schedules, but, um,
0: you, really, time goes, you know, to be, I mean. we're, we're complete opposite.
1: Do you really think that technology is not at the point? Cause I, I start to look at like, I think the government's been known to have technology as at least 30 years or 40 years advanced in front of us. Um, and that's kind of like recently, uh, well, recently China had that hypersonic missile that was tested and then they people, they just announced it. I was like, I've talked to plenty of people, especially the guy from Skinwalker Ranch who said, do you think that they were just now creating that technology they've had this for a very long time it's just now it's a push for funding of hey they have this we need to be above them give us more money we have technology where i heard from mike baker an CIA guy where he could tap his watch in a million of these small little robots that come out the size of like little flies come out and fly up in a swarm he goes this is what technology is going to be he's making a show for the sci-fi channel about all this technology stuff now I think that like we are underestimating these types of things, and I think the main fear that we really need to focus on is a face on top of a gun safe. Is that a gun safe? Yeah. yeah. This is dangerous. You're gonna get me taken off you. No, I'm just
0: there's only two people that know the combination that safe, my wife and I, and that's it. So don't worry. He can't get in there if he wanted to. He got up there quick too. I didn't even notice it. He's a monkey. He's noisy too. I wish he would just stop talking.
1: Just. Throw an apple in another room and have them
0: run for it. Yeah. Oh my God. See, uh, go going back to what you're saying, like they have technology far advanced. Like the SR-71 was way back in the day. This thing was an amazing plane, and they kept it secret forever. But the problem is, they might have a supersonic jet, but they don't have a supersonic shit-shoveling, you know, robot. So who's gonna do it? You, me, regular people, because they're not. They're not. They don't want to put all that time and effort into creating a four billion dollar electronic shovel that can dig a foundation. No, they're just gonna get a couple grunts to go do it. That's just the way it's gotta be. You know, you can't create a a robot for every little job, every little task who's pushing a wheelbarrow full of stuff through a muddy landscape and falling over and doing this and that. Robots will just fall over in the mud and get stuck instantly. A human gets back up and we keep well,
1: going that's what the you see with the DARPA robot they took a picture of they showed like a four-legged robot that was coming out everyone's like this is exciting what they didn't show you was the side photo that was also taken where they had guns on this thing as well too i think what they choose to show the public necessarily isn't the same thing as what they actually are able or capable of doing i think the public was shown with facebook algorithms and all these algorithms on your devices was it was shown as one thing and now it's necessarily being found out that it can do multiple things or other things for instance when i watch a face book video, I get down a rabbit hole where I watch a guy shoot another guy in the, in broad daylight. You know, it, it just goes from a simple video of someone singing a song and then it goes to another video. And then 10, 15 ones later, I'm in this deep rabbit hole. I mean, recently I've been getting in on Twitter spaces and I really don't like to be on my social media, but I get invited to them by like people that I know that have been on the show They're like, come to this Twitter space, hear these people out it was a big shocker because a guy was telling me that, you know, uh, he worked for NSA or something like that. And he starts talking about all this tech and he's, I checked out his profile. He was verified and he had a bunch of books written by like, uh, that talked about the Pentagon and all this type of stuff. And he was friends with the guy from Skinwalker ranch. And I was listening to the guy talk and he goes, we have, so there's multiple types of UFO technology. And I'm like, what are we talking about? I'm like, is this another crazy one? And, um, he goes, there's the stuff that are from outer world, which is stuff that isn't from this earth. And they're like, how do you check if it's from this earth or not? Well, the isotopes in it are different. They use some type of mechanism or be able to device to be able to sense if there's an isotope change, much like an astronaut goes to outer space. If you go and take their blood, their blood's gonna be altered a little bit because they've been in something that human blood or earth blood has not experienced yet. So they talk about the same thing with technology, a certain type of radiation that lingers onto it. And he goes, there's things that are that are from outer world. Then there's man created ones, which is the stuff like Bob Lazar, where they talk about they have propulsion systems that they can make. The difference is trying to categorize into where it came from. And also there's future humans. And I'm like, what is he talking about now? He goes, there are people from the future that have been able to time dimensional shift and come back to the past. I'm like, this is where I don't get it. It's like, are you fucking with me? I mean, pardon my French. I don't, I don't know if they can hear me, but I'm I I start to get to a point where I go, is this I can't laugh? Because if I laugh, am I insulting this person? Much like you can't really like if someone says they identify as a cat, it might sound funny, but if that person really feels that way, then you're being mean. And I don't want to be cruel to these people in the space. So like it's everyone asking, like is this real? Like, are you messing with us? Or are you being serious? And the guy's like, I'm hundred percent serious. All you have to do. And the guy starts talking about, he's creating a machine called, I swear to you, I swear to you, I can't make this up. It's called a VAG. It's literally V a G, but it's, it has acronyms for it all. But he goes, it's a way to change $4 the billion uh, dollar
0: badge. They created one.
1: Well, he was talking, the guy said he man created one. It was easy or something. You know what I'm talking
0: about? No, I know. I don't. Hey, I'll tell you what, uh, I'll give you just one yeah. second.
1: But so, do you know what the you know what the badge thing is?
0: well i know what the bad thing is but not the one you're okay.
1: talking okay <laughs> you said a four million dollar one it made it sound like oh my god like there's a government one that's been known about but this guy said he was creating one and it's about displacing the matter or the type of your molecules since we're all made up of molecules we're all these little things vibrating at a certain frequency it's able to make a solid but he goes now you can displace the weight of these particles to be like nothing so you can actually slip through a dimension now him creating a man crafted one or whatever i'm like well yeah good fucking luck i can't even make a, a chlorine bomb off youtube anymore um um, but when you start looking at it like they've talked about discovering other dimensions they've talked about this type of stuff before and now if this guy who's verified who might be crazy I don't know, but he starts going that there's this type of future tech. Or this type of stuff about people coming to the past. Then I see a video about Mike Tyson when at one of his games, there was a guy with an iPhone that was recording one of his fights. So you start looking at it like, now is this a possibility? I don't know. It's crazy because we've never seen anything like that before. But to say to definitively that it's not, I don't think it's aliens. I really don't think they've been here yet. I think it's government tech. But I think they're exploring into realms that maybe we got a fragment of alien stuff that hit here a long time ago. Maybe we've modified that tech or maybe we've done something else. But I think the idea of time travel, the way to be able to break through another dimension and the fact that the government's telling you now about it, I'm like, then they've been looking into this for a very long time. And that means well, that they're, that's the scary part.
0: Since the beginning of time, humans have been interested in otherworldly, you know, beings and stuff. So I don't think it ever stopped. And the more money they, that the, the governments, you know, gathered up, the more they would investigate. But I think uh, someone explained it. I don't know who it was. It was a video. It was a pretty good video. It was explaining, like, the timeline of history since the Big Bang until now. And our existence is, like, just a speck on the timeline from when humans, even, even before we were, like, Neanderthals, there was other versions of humans along the way. And our whole entire timeline, regardless, not just, you know, Homo erectus, not just whatever, but... Going back, our whole existence is a speck, right? So aliens, I mean, they could have came here millions of years before humans existed, and maybe their planet got destroyed by something. Maybe they left a little something behind. Maybe there is something to aliens actually being real. I have no proof, and I, I, I would, it'd be cool if there was, but at the same time, I hope they just don't mess with us, because obviously, if they can fly here from another freaking, you know, galaxy, then they're smarter than we are in many ways i would say you know
1: i'm I'm more apt that i think people are fucking with us on an aspect of like even the new thing skinwalker at the pentagon now the guy who made the skinwalker ranch i had on we were talking he's like well so you're trying to look for authenticity but also you're making a show so you got to understand where hollywood starts to play an effect like no person is going to be like here's here's bigfoot he's not real and they're going to end the show after two episodes they're going to string it along much like tiger king coming back like It's just about money. It's just about views. They're going to do whatever they possibly can to run it and keep running it and running it running it. That's why we have shows that go like 15 seasons, 16 seasons that keep on going and going because it's always about keeping the content there. They'll never give you the answer. They want you to buy the second part. It's a constantly money machine where I start looking at it like... I have more respect for people that just want to give you the answer and, you know, not take you down this long rabbit hole, knowing that it's not going to be profitable for them because we don't have a general authenticity aspect of things anymore, which makes it kind of difficult. I think that's also why I've been getting interested in dreams a lot is like hearing people's dreams and hearing that side of them. It's not really showing weakness because it's something your mind created, but it's showing something that your brain thought of when you necessarily weren't thinking about thinking, if that makes sense. Oh, my God. I don't know what she said.
0: They're outside the room asking for potato chips. Say like, go nuts. Hey, hey, please, please give me a minute. Go look for them. I'm trying not to lose my shit here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I see you. I see ya.
0: <laughs> Oh, Lordy. I had to swipe something away on the screen. Sorry. So, yeah. Dude, aliens it's its own thing i i don't think we'll i don't think we'll ever know the truth the videos that came out from the pentagon and the stuff that's going on it, it's it's mind-blowing and it, is it a distraction people are saying different you know is it oh it's a distraction oh or it's uh it. give me one second robbie
1: yeah okay so you're saying that you don't well i think you have a good point though the point is why would they feel the need to tell us they don't tell us about a lot of shit. Why would they feel like they – like this – like I was talking to TJ about this. He goes the push for people trying to get enough things started for them to be able to tell us things. Like, oh, the more we get more people signed up on our team in UFO Twitter or whatever – and it's not just UFO Twitter. It's in anything. They feel like they, the government owes them disclosure. I'm like the government doesn't owe you jack. The government doesn't care about your feelings, much like Bezos doesn't care about your, your feelings.
0: Right. Yeah, the, the government uh, has to keep stuff secret too. You can't just put everything, you can't just make a big government website and say, here's everything we've ever learned, here's everything we know, here's everything we're working on, here's our secret technology, whatever. I get, I get there's gotta be secrets, but uh would be it'd be nice if they came out and really said, Hey, we don't know anything about aliens, but yeah, there was, let's say there was a crash in uh uh Roswell. Yeah, it was a thing and it wasn't a weather balloon, or or come out and say, you know. I don't know it, it would just be nice if you could get the truth once in a while but you even when they do tell you something's true it's hard to believe it because you know they have to they have to kind of lie about a lot of stuff it's unfortunate it's it's part of this being in the system you so know?
1: before so, I get to my real question I'm going to get you to this side question which is going to determine my real question I know I'm going to keep adding that now that you open up that door for like I say too much things I got to add more um good good so if, if, if psychedelics were legal, do you think the main reason why is that, uh, that they want you to be doped up? Or do you think that if society did have legal drugs that everyone would just be mindless? The government would actually want that more because talking with people through psychedelics or people a legalization of drugs, there's two sides. They don't want a doped up society. They don't want people on drugs to become inefficient or they would want the people to be doped up so they can do all the shit that they want to do without people questioning.
0: Well, unfortunately, I think there's more than two sides to any story, and I think there's a million different aspects to that also. I think people do need a release. I think some people do need to be able to to smoke some weed or or to have some drinks or to uh do whatever psychedelics mushrooms you know when a time is right when uh, you know when the situation is right, not all day long at work, you're operating a machine and you're you're high on mushrooms <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> flying around and. That's not a good idea. But there's a time and a place for things, and I think people should be able to. Um, I I don't know. I I think a doped up society. I don't. I think if you legalize most things the proper way, I don't think people would uh, probably abuse it as uh, quite the way they do. Look at certain countries that have done it right and legalized, not legalized but decriminalize a lot of stuff. I think I think uh, for the most part they're doing pretty good. I think they're doing better than than kind of what we are in a lot of ways. Like, Baltimore is like, I think it's been a heroin capital of the world for uh, like 20 years now. Like, gotta, there's more heroin we, 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 we easily
1: We can easily fix that where well, we just take all the homeless people, all the drug addicts that prefer to be on the streets and just ship them, like we did to Australia, where we just put a bunch of criminals in one country. Just find yeah, a I'm state really, and cut that state out.
0: I'm sure Australia would be real happy if also we sent a, sh- a shipload of them <laughs> I um, because
1: the bigger question here is, is, do you think that if the government released you UFO stuff for the reason why they're not doing it is the fear that people can't handle it? Or do you feel like it might be too much? Or maybe people would just feel like I feel like because I start looking at the main fix to this would be if they just told you with honesty, and they were just more honest about stuff but people go, well, people couldn't handle the honesty. And I'm like, well, the fact that it lies and gets exposed later, all you're doing is delaying the time. It's still keeping the sanity there, but now you're creating trust issues,
0: and you're losing your your, your credibility. And that's that's a shame because you want to believe in uh, the American government, the American way, and and we know there's been a lot of dark dark history with the American government, the U.S. government. We know, but it, you know, and, and it's it's sad, but it happened. But uh, I I think it, I think people could handle most of the alien information that they had if they put it out because i don't think there's a whole lot of real group i don't think they're going to come out even if they told the truth and say yeah we're working with uh you know there is aliens and actually we do deals with zork and uh you know and his brother zed and flop and,
1: and the floopety dudes
0: yeah i don't think i don't think like the person in the white house is sitting down and having you know meetings with uh other world leader uh, other universe leaders and i don't think that's the case but I mean, if there is much like real uh, information about UFOs or aliens that I don't think there's much. I think uh, if, if there was a crash or a little bit, they could come out and say, hey, we did recover some stuff that it's, isn't human, um, but we don't know what it is. We're going to be honest. We're working on it. We don't know what it is. We, we do have some stuff that we can't explain, like some parts or something. I think people wouldn't lose their shit and burn a whole world to the ground if they said, Hey, we do have some stuff, but we don't know much about it, to be honest with you. We don't know personally any aliens, but we have seen some shit that there's been some aliens in, but we don't know what's going on. I don't think it would be the end of the world.
1: If you could pick one thing to figure out, like one secret that's been on your mind that you wish you could have the answer to, what would it be? Can't say JFK. It,
0: it, well, I know. That's a good one. Uh, Well, the alien thing's big because it would be fun to know, uh, do they really ex- – or do we know if they exist? Uh. But, if I'm not gonna say aliens either, um, maybe some to... kind of, maybe some kind of time travel like you like you brought up earlier. It, has there ever been any you know machine that had any success at all in like uh, the the accelerator uh, what's what's It's it CERn or CERn the uh, proton something accelerator, you know what I'm talking about?
1: The one that's like two and a half miles long,
0: Yeah, it's underground in like Sweden or something like that like uh, they, they, were they speed building... up particles to. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. You. They speed up particles almost the speed of light, and they noticed that by by watching it and everything that it actually does something weird with time, like it's like a split second ahead of when it should be or behind when it should be. I forget the details because I don't really remember it all. But so there there could be something to like Einstein's theory about uh, traveling at the speed of light, where if you traveled at the speed of light in a train around the Earth for like uh, a month you would get off of that train but only like two weeks would go by for everybody else or something or or it's the opposite it would either way but like there's a theory that you know that if you travel fast enough that time is actually warped that may be the only possible way to travel through time is actually with speed well but that's it's unheard of.
1: Deeper you go down in the ocean, time is distorted and different down there. That's why they were able to find that 600 million year old fish. And also recently, why, why they just found that long ex- extinct, what they thought was extinct scorpion. Um, a scorpion that's literally the size of like a car seat, I think. It's a huge scorpion, but it was found deep underwater because without sunlight, you don't have any perspective of what time is. Besides, They don't have watches down there, but the sunlight is how we depict time. So without sunlight, you technically age differently. And they think things deep down in the ocean, there's probably thousands of secrets down there that we don't understand or we're not going to be able to understand. I mean, you would think that instead of trying to conquer space travel, which makes you kind of lead into the theory of like, if you're so obsessed with space. What does that mean that you have a fear that this planet is going to be no longer one day, so human human civilization could survive on another one, just in case this one got wiped out? Because then, why wouldn't you explore our oceans? Why wouldn't you try and make underwater domes?
0: Uh, yeah, I think uh, I don't think we're ready to travel to another alien planet. Let's say we were given a machine tomorrow. They're making they built- hotels
1: on Mars.
0: Well, what I mean is like an alien world, not not even in our solar system. Like, let's say let's say we were given a machine tomorrow, and this machine was built, and it could travel to another galaxy where there actually is aliens, and, and you were – and we went there. I think we're going to screw ourselves up because we're not ready for that. We're not ready for – to handle uh, an advanced species or something. But the thing is I personally believe that, yes, there is life somewhere else in the galaxy. Yeah. But I don't really think that uh, – You're going to find like these high tech, like Independence Day type aliens. I think you might find some weird little animals, some weird living little, you know, jelly type stuff floating in some kind of acidic lake on some planet somewhere. You might find some stuff, you might find life, but I don't really think you're going to find anything further advanced than what we have right now. I mean, I could be completely wrong. It's just a guess, but that's what I always felt like. There's probably life, but it's probably. Really small organisms, really little animals or even big animals, but nothing quite as advanced as what we are.
1: I think depending on what galaxy you probably look at, because there's like an infinite possibility of galaxies, I think there's probably one out there or probably a bunch out there that we don't know of that are just evolved in certain aspects where they have no need to want to go communicate with us. Because I think one thing we do need to evolve out as a society is the fact that if we do go to another planet, there is that intent of wanting to find a way to overcome this certain creature or whatever, even if it's their planet, there's going to be a one away. It's like, okay, we're going to learn from you. But then also we need to be a step ahead of you in case this ever goes sideways. There's just those trust issues that even our government has.
0: Yeah, I I think personally, I think it's in our best interest to leave them alone if, even if you found out there was something out there, I think, I think we're better off leaving them alone because even if you visit them, if there was a planet where we found animals and you could get there and our ship landed, even if a human isn't on it, we're going to wind up exposing them to something and killing them all because of our bacteria and viruses or, or the other possibility bringing home. You've seen movies where they walk on Mars and then, and then they, they're on their way home in the ship and some kind of bacteria starts growing in them and they're, they're going crazy and they're killing each other. I mean, uh, those are movies, but Prometheus. I feel like you should. I feel like you should just leave them alone. I don't think we need to mess with them. When the time is right, if we're still around in a couple thousand years and, and we're advanced enough, then okay. But I don't. I don't think we should mess with anything. Let's we, worry about our. Let's worry about our Earth. Worry about destroying the oceans like we're doing, and then polluting everything like we're doing, and 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 the kind of big corrupt system that is happening. You know, did you see um the report the other day? I, I watched a lot of Russell Brand on um. Uh, on youtube Have it's you been crazy that?
1: how he's become such a good politician now you're like oh my god he went completely left to like exposing the fucking Russia Gate.
0: yeah yeah well yeah, he, he's quite the reporter and he yeah, or journalist or whatever you want to call him i don't know but uh he was explaining that now um that the one percent the top one percent in the u.s is has more money than the whole entire middle class of the u.s the one percent has more than the whole entire middle class which makes up like 60% of the country. That that might be an issue. That might be a problem because now these guys can can bend the the laws, the rules, the stuff to work in their favor. They can buy politicians, they can buy people, they can buy they can they can do whatever they want. And I think I think back in the day a lot of middle class people were also the business owners. Like people owned small mom and pop shops, but that didn't get them rich. What it did was it gave them a good living. It was they were still middle class even though they owned a the business. Now it, you either work for a business and you're lower middle class or you own a business, which is a big business and you're and you're wealthy. I mean, there's still some, but there seems like they're they're disappearing quicker and quicker, all the all the small stuff, all the little businesses, you know
1: I think, um, yeah, I think during the pandemic, we saw that with corporations that really weren't. I mean, what was it Disneyland was losing over? I think I read this on my another podcast. I don't remember the exact number, but they were losing close to like five hundred or was it? Is it $5 billion a week or something like that? They were losing a shit ton of money for being closed for so long. And that was just one of the Disney worlds, like all the Disney worlds all over, not even including the 77,000 employees that worked at that Disneyland, but they were losing a shit ton of money a week. Not five point three billion, I think it was five point three million a week, but they were losing a large amount of money that it turtle I think total during the three months that they were closed or something like that through all their Disney Worlds, they lost like fifty something billion or something like that. And you start looking at it like the corporations that are surviving, the corporations that are dominating the market, there used to be an objective aspect for being an entrepreneur. Then everybody started doing it. I mean, the conspiracy idea that you're only gonna get meat on your birthday if you're an elite or you're going to be able to get like meat's only going to be for exclusive high wealth class people. It's not out of the realm of possibility because they basically dominated the market when it comes to just aspects of trying to survive. I mean, the even middle class is now kind of technically poor. You know, high-end classes are the ones that don't really have to worry. But then we look at what's higher up than the high-wealth class people. We have people that we see objectively richest people in the world, which is Bezos or people of these sorts. But what about the Saudi family like me and you talked about? There's wealthy and then there's fucking being rich. Wealthy means your kids are never going to have to struggle and your kids' kids are never going to have to struggle. But rich just means that maybe you and your kids never have to struggle. I right. mean, yeah, yeah. The objective idea that, you know, we talk about non-fungible tokens, buying moments. I heard um paintings, for instance paintings 400 million dollar painting i'm just going to use my painting as currency even though you don't have 400 million dollars in the bank or 400 million dollars in cash you have a painting that is now a form of currency to be able to be traded to be get whatever hey i got this 400 million dollar painting how much are you uh just trade me that it's 400 million dollars right okay that's 400 million i got the cash now now you got my painting Way to slip through by, you know, taking $400 million in an airplane or something like that. Instead, you just got a $400 million painting. It's easier through baggage claim. You start looking at different aspects of now, what are we going to redeem in money as in value? I think in the next 10, five years or so, we're probably going to see money shift from just, it went from cash to numbers in a bank account. I guarantee anybody out there right now, me, you, every single person in the world just goes to their bank and wants to get everything out of their account. I bet you, you're going to get a fucking funky response.
0: Well, the it, it, same thing happened in you know the the 30s. That's exactly what it is because the the numbers are there saying the bank has the money, but you know, you know how much money my local bank, let's say, has uh, all their all their customers, how much in their accounts if you added them all up, versus how much cash they actually have in their vault, it doesn't add up. It doesn't it doesn't line up. So yeah, if we all went to the bank and we all took our money out, only the first you know. Quarter of the people that have their money in there would be able to actually take it out. Everyone else is screwed. So, so me and, and you can
1: they're... say we have ten billion dollars. Even though if we go to a store to go purchase anything, we can't. So, is the rich people the ones that have ten billion dollars in their bank? Is that just because they've been able to smooth the system over to where they have ten billion dollars? because they're that connected to have the ten billion dollars?
0: Yeah, I learned. Uh, I learned something from a, a guy's house I worked on years ago. He's like some kind of financial uh, professor. I forget where, but. He explained that um, they passed some kind of law. I forget the name of it or, or whatever, but a long time ago, um, you you should used to have to back the amount of cash that we uh, had in circulation with an exact amount of like gold and other currency, other stuff, whatever. Well, they passed a, a law that said we can sort of print what we own because there's uh there's there's value and stuff like ideas and 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 computer stuff and other stuff that you can't actually put a it doesn't doesn't sort of equal out like it's not worth its weight in gold in a sense like like virtually it is but in a sense it isn't so what the banks do they 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 used to have to actually back exactly what they had if you had four trillion dollars worth of gold at Fort Knox you could only print four trillion dollars worth of cash in circulation at a time or whatever now I'm forgetting some of the details here but basically what they did um, they made it so the banks could or the federal government to print more money than what they actually have. So what they do is when you when you go to the bank now and you give them your money, you, you deposit a hundred thousand dollars and they put that money in the system saying, you know, you deposited a hundred thousand dollars. You know what they do with your money? They take it and they invest it in stocks and, and realty and other stuff. Your money's actually spent. So your money's actually been spent, but at the same time, in a little computer system, it shows that you still have a hundred thousand dollars, that it's still there. It's yeah. not there. It's actually gone.
1: What are you it's quoting? A- squid- actually- <laughs> you quoting Squid Games on me? What, I don't know. It's, it's, like, it's what the guy fucking got went to join the games. That he was in debt because he had a bunch of money that he already spent, future investments that he already spent, like things that he promised that he lost it all. And now he was in all this billions of dollars in debt. That's a weird thing because I go to that other country, I would be fucked. Their money currency is like, here's a million dollars. And they hand it to you like a dollar bill. It's like, what the fuck does that? It's like playing Monopoly, but with credit cards. You transaction in billions rather than fucking ones and tens.
0: Yeah, I I I get confused with that too. Like you watch certain movies and you like I said you get a cheeseburger and are like, oh that'll be seventy five thousand whatever, and you're like seventy five thousand of anything that's just too much. Like, yeah. Come on, let's simplify this. Let's make it a a dollar burger here. You know, it's McDonald's. Keep it simple.
1: Well, um, it's it's very weird because I think we're I called that the housing market was gonna crash, and now you're seeing that the housing market's so hard to get a fucking home now, and it's like yeah, I also called the fact that like. I bet you Elon Musk is just all these people complaining about Tesla coin or Bitcoin and all these things that are so low. Now you see it trending like everyone's like, I'm making fucking bank. I'm able to retire. I know a friend of mine that made $60,000 just because he fucking bought a bunch of coins. It's worth nothing. And then Elon tweets. I was like, that's a reliance test. He knew he could jack it up with a single fucking tweet. And he was seeing who was going to be loyal and stick out with all those coins. And then now you paid off for just waiting and just hoping or just having faith in something. I was like, it's that fucking simple when you look at the aspect of like money is not like – what is it? Is it South Korea or North Korea has now been like being able to print our money? They're able, they're North actually Korea. printing more money than North, we have.
0: North Korea. So yeah. you
1: start looking at like the value of the dollar, the best way to crash another person's country is by making their inflation go the fuck up. Like people are, I had so many people reach out and worry about China. I was like, dude, I was worried about China for a couple of years, ever since I found out all that CCP shit. But you start looking at like it's, The currency is going to change. What's that currency going to be? If at one point you were thought that you could buy moments in time, buy moments like that, what's the next currency going to be where you're now able to discern value just off the basis of looks of somebody? You know, it's going to get to that point. I know that's crazy to say, but society is… well, society's heading to this weird point where technology is starting to really overtake a lot of parts of industry and business. And I don't see the really the small room for producers or Even the wealth class, the higher end wealth class, is eventually going to be the people that are going to be poor in a sense. And they're going to start seeing some weird shifts in time start happening. But the cost of survival is a lot where we see people like the beginning of what we're talking about that are pushed in a situation where there's no other option. You have to work in these shitty conditions. It never used to be like that. The pandemic showed you for a glimpse of time that you don't have to do this job over and over again. It's not forever. You can do your own business, you can do whatever you want to do and I think that's why we probably see a push for content creation so much people are trying their best to get a source of light in the own aspect of their you know whatever they're creating which only makes it going to make it more difficult for you to be a person that gets seen or something of that sort from whatever you're creating
0: yeah that's that's what I said I try, I try to stay away from a lot of social media anymore because I don't I think we're getting kind of caught up in this whole system and you know like i said at the end of the day someone's got to have their their shovel in the mud and and doing the hard work if everyone is just making a living um just content creating and and stuff like that uh who's who's out there fixing the roads and fixing the bridges and fixing the whatever it may be you know working in a a, a, working in a factory doing that so there there, it's got it there's got to be a lot of those people and i've kind of found out that i'm not i'm not really Cut out for uh, just like a social media based life. It, it's too much. I, I I started getting into it a little bit, and not like trying to make a living out of it, but I started getting into. It. I I enjoyed it because I was new to it. Um, I was like new to kind of Facebook. I, I never really had Facebook until more recently, and Instagram, and, and even making videos like uh, on YouTube. Like we do little dumb stuff, but we we don't take it too serious. We don't try to uh, be like the coolest. Channel or the the voice of reason or or any of that stuff because I just don't think I'm I'm cut out for all, for that I, I like I would rather have a piece of property out in the middle of nowhere kind okay. of where it's quiet and just you know have a town within fifteen twenty minutes to drive into town and get your goods and get your stuff but I don't I'm getting tired of the being near the city I'm getting tired of all this kind of stuff I just want to I just want to go somewhere and, and just go back to where like it was when I was a kid where things were simple, things were quiet.
1: I think a lot of people are feeling like that. I don't even know what that's like, but I prefer just being secluded. Like I was looking for places um, if I was going to move and I was just like, I'd just rather be away from everybody. Like, yeah, the the rent is going to be cheap as fuck, but I don't want to go explore these bar nights or do all these types of things that everyone likes to, people want to be around other people. I was like, I like to talk to other people, but I necessarily would like to live in my own spot where I don't have to worry about people mowing their lawn or doing this type of shit when I'm trying to do stuff. I'm like- I prefer the seclusion aspect because I think – and it's a sign of a healthy person apparently if you're the type of person that doesn't like being around other people or doesn't want to associate or be in bars or all that type of things. It's because you're happy with yourself and you can handle your own thoughts and everyone else just kind of seems off compared to you. I'm like, well, that's also what a a psychopath would say too. Um, But I look at it like I think there's just a lot of – people that might selfishly be trying to get something for themselves and rightfully so you don't care about someone you don't know but it's that you don't know part there's a lot of you don't know or you don't know or you don't know and it's all about taking a risk right well you're not incentivizing people to take a risk because the fear of losing what they have is too much to risk it on a belief you know that risk factor there's a lot of people that thought well people say you got to risk it i'll risk it and they fucking lose it all because you're not giving the opportunity for people to have a even a chance at making something off of risking so much and that's why people get stuck in these fear things where they stay in the same spot over and over again society is not let is not open up to the idea of risking things. When you hear people that are successful now talking about how they risk it, or they took a shot, that was when they took the shot. It was okay to do that. Now it's not like that anymore. Now they don't give a fuck. They'll pay you $18 an hour, but that means they can just forcibly put you into whatever scenario they want to put you in. That means if you're going to be licking stuff up off the floor, if you don't like it, then you can fucking leave. I don't care about your working conditions when I'm paying you 18 an hour.
0: Right, and that's what they're doing in my work now. They're get they're they're getting rid of us. Um, our company's been there like forty five years, and they want to get rid of uh all the guys there because they're union and they they make good money and you know we make we have good benefits, we have all that stuff, but they want it's a government contractor, go figure. Uh, and they want to get rid of us because they want to bring in people that make like eighteen dollars an hour. Well, what's gonna happen when you have people that don't give a shit about their job because they know. If 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 they're being treated wrong or this or that, at the same time they can just find another job for eighteen dollars an hour. You know, you can just leave and do whatever. So you're gonna they're gonna have people coming in, coming and going all the time. The people I work with have been there 30, 40 years, twenty years, fifteen. They're all, they've all been there for a long time. So they get to know the system, they get to know every detail, every aspect of it all. And now you're gonna have people coming in off the street left and right. And and it's not going to perform the way it's supposed to, and they think it's going to, and it's it's going to fail. You know, it's it's a shame because they just want to worry about saving, you know, a million dollars at at our facility, let's say in in labor costs by the end of the year. But they're going to lose so much more. You know, they're not going to get the job done right the first time. They're gonna they're gonna keep screwing it up and do you know going over and over. And, and this that's that's the sad part about you know sort of working. I don't like the fact that I, I I'm part of the part of the system too. boy, at my job, you know, it's a it's a government contractor, and I don't like being part of that. You know, so I'm I'm not against the government anyway. I don't I don't think what they do is all bad, and I don't think what they do is all all right either. But I just don't like being part of the sort of the war machine because you hear the stories of bombings and and drone bombings and killing, you know, hitting innocent people and children and this and that, and it's like, Jesus, like this is what I'm you know helping out with, like it makes me not want to do it you know it makes me want to find something else i don't want to be part of that but it's you know where do i go what do i do at this point i'm 40 year almost 40 what what am i going to do
1: i um i heard from a buddy of mine kelly who was telling me that it's like the younger generations don't put effort into their work anymore. Don't give a shit. And it's like, yeah, that's that perspective. But then their perspective is why would they put work into a company? that doesn't give a shit about them. There's that loyalty aspect that's missing. I mean, there's people that are waiting. They won't say anything because they want to keep their pension. They're afraid to lose their job because they need to keep their pension. I worked with someone at a hotel who bet they 30 something years about to retire in a year. And when they saw something like my ex manager that was literally trying to just get rid of me and trying to find every scenario. To where she possibly could making me try and slip up and it wasn't happening to the point where making it so uncomfortable I didn't want to come into work. She didn't say anything and I understood it because she wanted to keep her job she was one year away from retiring there's no way she's going to throw that down the drain for someone that I've only been working there for two years. So it doesn't – that's what I don't like is the character or the relationships or whatever idea that was supposed to be built on hardworking or faith in a community. It's not there anymore. I mean if you look at a concept of like for me, I never want to be put in a position when someone tells me I can't because of my schooling. I can't because of my job. I I can't do your show because of my job. I'm like I never want to be put in that scenario, and I don't know any job that if you would have said, you can be a famous podcaster, but you can't say this. No thanks. I don't want to fucking do it. Then that doesn't make any sense to me because limiting my speech is limiting on who I could be or who I want to be. You get me for me. If you don't like that, then I'm sorry. We can't work together.
0: Yeah, same here. Uh, I, I don't. I don't say a lot of stuff that I that I feel like on social media because it just goes in one ear out the other. It just kind of point. I don't get involved in all the BS and all the arguments. I don't bicker with people online. I don't do none of that stuff. I'll do when it people. All. People try to troll, I, I kill them with kindness, and they, they always turn around and say, And you know what? They, they're like, I apologize, man. Uh, I was just messing around. I didn't mean that. This was actually, yada, yada, yada. I, I do the opposite. I, I hit them. I, they, they expect to, they want to, you know, banter back and forth and argue about it. And then I don't. And then they're like, Oh, well, this guy's pretty cool. This is all right. You know, he's not so bad. Like some of our videos, like, I'm hammered. I'm drunk. I'm annoying. And some of them, I'm talking over people. I'm saying dumb shit. And people, call me out on it. And I'm like, Oh, you're totally right. I, I, that was, that wasn't a good look on me. You know, and I get it, you know, but you know, we have a couple other ones, check this one, check that one. And next thing you know, they're like, Oh, that's cool, man. You're right. You know, I get it. You know, people don't understand, but I think the sense of community you were saying is still around. I think there's still good people. Uh, most people are still pretty good. I think uh, you can't knock the whole young generation for not giving a shit about a lot of stuff right now, because, I didn't give a shit about a whole lot of stuff when I was young. Once they get older, they'll give a shit and then it'll be the new young generation that everyone's saying, this new young generation don't give a shit about nothing. It's just been that way forever. It's been that way throughout history where it's always the, oh, these young kids' music sucks. Oh, the, you know, these kids don't want to work these days and these kids, you know yeah, that's, that's how kids are. They live with their parents. They live whatever. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to support themselves. They don't have to I was the same way when I, you know, yes, I paid some rent when I lived at my parents' house. Once I was 18, I moved out of, you know, when I was 19 or whatever, it didn't matter. But the point is like, if I, if I live rent free and, and mom and dad paid for everything and all, why would I give a shit? Why would I care about going out and grinding and, and doing all that kind of stuff? Cause you just feel like that's, you're going to be comfortable forever. But once you get to a certain point, then you realize, you say you finally move out and you got all these bills and all this other stuff, and then you're like, I got to start putting you know, my nose to the grindstone and making it happen because after that, nobody's giving you anything. You got to earn it. That's when you start to care. But when people give you everything, government, everything else, why would you care that much? If I got paid by the government to stay home a couple thousand dollars a week or whatever it is and never go to work, well, I wouldn't care either. But they ain't going don't that they ain't you know and, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want them to give me that. I'm just saying if they did, why would I worry about getting up every day at five o'clock and going to work? Wouldn't it's
1: matter. Not, it's not about incentivizing laziness, but it's also about you can't be mad if these people are trying to do something, they take their shot and they don't get it. know the world's not really set up for shots to be taken anymore it's still the idea that you can take your shots and do whatever you can but there's a lot of people that have tried and it's not worked out and they keep trying and it's still not working out Is because the damn system is now trying to get you into a point where they just want you making things for them they don't really care about you doing your own personal adventures the entrepreneur game was big five years ago the pandemic i think ruined it all the pandemic made it so there's everybody's a fucking entrepreneur to where now at this point they're like no we need to get people back in line again and that's kind of a weird thing that you start to see is that you used to see advertisements for start your own business do this go to this workshop or do this and learn the methods now it's like advertisements for industries join this company join this do this there's these people on strike i mean I get it. I mean, people give Elon Musk shit, but the best thing business strategy Elon Musk did was that every single person that works for Tesla has a bit of stock in the company. Now you want that company to succeed. You've incentivized them, not by giving them bonuses, by giving them something that if they do good work, they make more money in the company.
0: Yeah, um, it's true. I mean, our our company doesn't do any of that stuff, you know, because so my incentive only is to keep earning a paycheck and keep my job i don't have any incentive to like go out it and doesn't incentivize
1: get, great work it just incentivize you to want to keep your job by doing as possible probably the bare minimum in some aspects i'm not saying you but that's what the idea yeah, is
0: definitely some people yeah definitely some people and that's a problem when you have uh, multi-billion dollar go- government spending and, and people aren't worried about doing the best they can you know everyone's just kind of soaking up the system and I'm jealous
1: of you for that, dude. I wish I could fucking stick it out. I worked at Walmart four fucking months back like four or five years ago, dude. And my buddy has been there for about eight years now. And I'm like, I wish I could be like you, man. But I just can't stand the aspect I'm nothing to this fucking company. I need to feel like I'm actually a person in some aspects of my life. And I don't know how people can sit there and swallow that down every single day. I could never stand that.
0: It's miserable, but you gotta remember at the end of the day, when you spend time with your family and and you get to do good stuff and, and do things outside of work and and live decent. Uh, that's what it's about for me. It's not. It, it maybe if if I if I somehow stick around long enough, if they keep us, they want to get rid of everyone who's not vaccinated by December eighth, and that's gonna be a big issue because I haven't I haven't been vaccinated yet, and you know, I'm not against anything. I'm, I'm all for it. You know, I think it's a decent thing. You know, if, if you feel like you You want or need to get it. go ahead. I got no problem with it. I personally feel healthy as hell, and there's a lot of arguments. I don't want to turn it into this yeah, whole don't thing. Do that. but i they're forcing us to do it by December eighth or we're out. i got I got like a month and a week left at my job, and and I'm probably gonna have to move on if, unless because they're not they're not the way we work, uh, I, I'm a subcontractor for them. So we've been there like 45 years, so if they if they incentivize it and they said hey look you know you'll be in here for you know foreseeable future. Unless you do something stupid get yourself fired like if you have a job here for the rest of your time that you want to be here, if you take the shot then I then I would consider it because I have to do what I have to do to support my family and, and take care of them. And sometimes it means putting yourself at a little bit of risk, whatever it may be, but from what i've seen and everything i've done i just don't feel i need it right now and nobody who's nobody really wants to hear that you know i, I wouldn't mind if they tested me every day when i came into work if they had because they have simple machines that they can swab put it right in a thing within a few minutes you got a result i don't care if you uh, test me every day or or test my immunity whatever you got to do that's fine I, I respect that uh but just it feels bad to be forced to do anything and i just
1: i'm, I, I'm not pro-anarchy but i'm not Pro people forcing you into a position you necessarily don't feel comfortable taking like anybody that says like I feel forced to do my job I get upset about anybody that says I feel forced because they're making me do this and I might have to leave it's kind of an aspect of like, I don't think in any position in life you should feel like you should be forced to do anything. You know, like, obviously, there's basic hygiene stuff, but you're not forced to do that you can choose to brush your teeth, you can choose to take a shower society will treat you on whatever decision you make in that aspect, but forcing you and saying there's no other option you're going to do this I'm not a fan of and I've had the biggest problem since I was little with authority, where that's why I don't join the military I can't be told to do something you got to treat me like an equal with this idea of equality out there, you look, start to look and see that there's not necessarily a lot of that going on. And I don't think it's a huge racial thing. I think it's an aspect of like, there's just people that feel like you're nothing. And that goes down to any race. I think that just goes down to how much money you make. The sad part is what are we going to consider value soon? Cause money's not going to be value anymore value is going to be the content of whatever you got out there i mean i bet you i could put a thousand podcast episodes on my resume and i could probably get a house better than any social credit only because social what's social credit the idea that you're able to pay back your debt so you're a reliable person what about the consistency of someone's character being able to produce a show every single day and not miss one That's a content of a character that I would see value in. That's a content as a business person I would see value in. I wish on a resume, people will put down things that they're accomplished of and their achievements of because then I start to look at like, okay, so you think that eating three hot dogs in a matter of five seconds is an accomplishment why do you consider that well man i had to train to do that i do this and you start to see the work that gets put into things that people do that they consider an accomplishment that should be something that should be on a resume not the fact that you went to a fucking school and got an education in a certain degree because i guarantee you if i pull you outside of that degree that you got an education in how much intelligence do you really fucking have
0: not a whole lot well maybe some people but a lot of them a lot of them don't like I grew up uh, doing uh, I worked for my father since I was a little kid, he had his own business, um, he passed away almost three years ago. Um, so I worked for him like most of my life. Um, I learned how to do a little bit of everything from roofing down to you know concrete down, you know sheetrock and painting and trim work and you name it, we used to we used to do everything commercial stuff big buildings, little buildings, houses, whatever, you name it. He was a contractor, whatever you wanted to pay him to do, he would make me do it. (laughs) Well, I liked him, but so I got to learn a little bit about everything and that was great. But uh, you know, now it's like, unfortunately I didn't, I wasn't able to kind of master one specific thing uh, because I did a little bit of everything my whole life. So now at my age, if I want to find another job uh, to make decent pay, you gotta be like a manager level, or or overlooking a project yeah. or something, and it's hard to do for me because do I know how to do a little bit of everything? Yeah, I do, but I I don't I can't master one thing. So I'm still if I got in a new place, I'm still at like basically grunt work level, you know. And and I don't and I don't if, think I you're grunt not, work.
1: If I picture I, I have been watched a lot of mafia movies. If I picture a mafia, you'd be that enforcer type where you'd be like the number one person up to the chief that would be like just giving out orders. I'm that same way. I'm not a person that can give out orders. I'm a person that can do what I'm, uh, you know, I can do the objective or the goal that the task that you put in front of me, but I'm not the person that can manage a giant corporation. I'm not the person that can do that. I think you're the same way. You're just effective at being able to carry out certain things
0: yeah yeah i don't i don't really want the responsibility either of uh managing a whole bunch of stuff because people they only see the money part of it well you you know to have that job you make 200 grand a year and i'm like yeah but you're always on the chopping block when you're on that level you're always on the chopping block one mistake one thing happens you're going to be the past you're going to be the fall guy they're going to blame it on you and they're going to get rid of you and then now you've built up a life where you're expecting to earn 200 grand a year for the rest of your life and you get all this stuff built up around you houses and cars and whatever it may be and you lose your job and then what happens you lose it all so if you stay kind of simple don't you know don't live outside your means if something happens and you have to start over you know hopefully it won't be the end of the world hopefully you won't lose everything and you know, it's kind of where I'm at like you know I have a decent little life going on but I could make it if I start over. I could make it somewhere else, but I kind of have to go back into starting at the bottom of another company, and I don't want to have to really do that. But I'm probably going to have to be forced to do it. You know?
1: How long have you worked for this company?
0: Four years. Okay.
1: That's I don't know, I see I still consider that strange that that you would have to be forced in an option like that.
0: Well, it, it's the government mandate that all government uh, employees have to have uh, the injection by the eighth, or or, or they're gone. Uh, the vaccine, I should call it or whatever. So, and I understand, you know, they they do some things, and I I just I feel like uh, medicine isn't a one size fits all deal. Mm. I don't think you should. Well, I don't You can you mix
1: should... match them now. You heard about that? They can mix, mix yeah, match.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had so
1: many can... people message me like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, I've been saying this for a long time. You start to look like, hey, at least we're all questioning now.
0: Yeah, but yeah, we're questioning, but you're still forced to do it, or or you're kind of, you know, blacklisted, and you know you're you're out of it. You know? So, like I said, if, if there was an incentive, if they said this is what this is what'll happen, you know, we don't want we don't want to get rid of you guys, but do this, do that, and and I
1: was about to say that know, al- the- that Illuminati thing ain't seeming so crazy now, is it? Huh? Huh? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I mean the great reset, all that kind of stuff. I'm I don't I'm not saying I believe in all the different stuff that I see in in social media or or YouTube and all the different conspiracy type of stuff and all. I don't I don't believe it all. Obviously, it's too much to believe all. But I think there's something to a lot of it. It may not all be true, but there's a lot there's something to it. And you know, there man, a, a one world government, I think it's a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea. I think we should leave people alone. We should stop trying to conquer other smaller countries and kind of let these people be. But it seems like they kind of want to have their foot, you know, in, in the door of every, it's every business. It's not just us. It's government. every
1: country's government's doing the same shit.
0: Yeah, but we we have a little more power than, like, a lot of small countries that can't do a whole lot about it, you know?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, that's just how fast a society builds. China says they want to stop doing trading with us, then we're all kind of fucked. So
0: yeah, but you know, we go back and talk about China. They they actually kind of back uh North Korea. If it wasn't for China, North Korea would have failed a long time ago. That's why well, they're all them. trying to
1: kill Ta- Ta- uh, South Korea and also invade Taiwan right now.
0: Yeah, you talked about them uh you know printing money, printing our money. And it's is it is it China that's helping them print our money? Probably. In, in China, China helping North Korea kind of fail the U.S. so China can come become the, the number one superpower. Maybe it is. Maybe it's. Maybe it's not that simple. Maybe it's just the way it is. Why did they finally difficult. find
1: out that they fucked the NIH-funded gain-of-function research recently? Only because the second team that investigated happened to be from like 12 other countries. The first team that came back with the report saying inconclusive was all United States. The second team, because every other country was like, hang on a fucking second. We were hoping you were going to come back with actual evidence. So do we have to appoint someone? Well, if we all gather in together, they can't just cut off us. They can't cut off everybody. So they're just going to say it's our fault. Sorry. And we can move on past it. That's what fucking happened was that once we started coming back with an inconclusive report, you saw how China became hostile towards the U S and then everybody was like, hold on, let's all investigate. Then everybody investigate China. Can't be mad at everybody. So now there's like, sorry guys. So the best thing we can do is like how sanctions are there to be able to stop these types of situations from happening when it comes to 13 tons of human hair being shipped over here, the fucking thing that you can do to stop that shit. Is just by saying, we're not going to trade with you then. Nobody trades with them. Next thing you know, they have to drop their fucking prices. It's very strange. When you see gas go up, everywhere gas goes up. Not just one place. It's fucking everywhere. You start to realize if you refuse, it starts to drop back down because now they have a gas that they're not selling. So that means if the price is too high... They have to lower it. Next thing you know, everyone starts buying it again. It's harder to do with gas, because it's harder to get everybody to agree on that aspect of things. But it's it's the same. It's the same thing when minimum wage is like $12 an hour. It's like, we want more. Okay, well, then you have to get a bunch of people saying we want more. And then that just keeps fucking us in the ass, though, because then they'll keep raising the price. And it's hard to drop it back down because of inflation there there's grand aspects when people can get together and really make a stand on things. I think it was weird when in and out said, we're not fucking doing what the government said mandate wise, that's bullshit. And that's like a big step up where if you see, we're seeing more and more people refuse it. Now other countries are doing it like crazy, but this idea that like um, I have to send you this interview, but it's Kerry Mullis, the guy who invented the PCR test. He t- in 1993, he did an interview in his house where a guy was just talking to him about AIDS. Cause at this time AIDS was big. Fauci was big on the AIDS movement, too. But he says something about Fauci where it's like, Fauci's an idiot. He doesn't deserve having a say in anything. He's a mouth man. He just says what people tell him. And you start to realize, like, this is coming from a scientist. But everything he says is so fucking eerie to what we're dealing with right now. All the people that he accused in 1993 are the people that are suffering charges now. So you start realizing it's like, When when do we start questioning things like I really want that to be like instead of having an option of you have to do this, when can we just question and when can we just bring in like, I don't know if I necessarily have to do what you're telling me, not like we're forcing our anarchy. I don't want anarchy. I just want the idea of thinking something through instead of running with a headline or seeing an article and then retweeting it without reading into it or looking into anything. How about you just fucking look into something you actually understand something. So many people, I learned this with my court case, the lawyers speak, there's so much of it that either makes you feel guilty or there's so much of it where like um, the unemployment thing for Maryland, there's a lot of people that were suffering overpayment balances. I was one of those people and I they were like, your refusal of work in April. I was like, refusal of work in April. And I, I asked my judge, I was like, can I ask why I'm here and why we're doing this on the phone and not like in a Zoom call or not in person? And she goes, well, we're doing it over the phone. It's easier. I have a lot of these today. And I was like, okay, Um, well, how are you going to be able to see my face and see that I'm not being a, a lying piece of shit? I can disguise my voice to lie if I needed to. And she was like, we're going to get to the case. They didn't show up. So we're just going to continue with it with the evidence that we have. I said, okay. She goes, so the claim here is that you refused to file work in April of 2020. And I was like, can you repeat that again? She said, the refusal here is you refuse to file work in April 2020. I said, one more time. She goes, refusal of filing work, Mr. Robertson, in April of 2020. I go, okay, so April 2020, how is that possible to refuse to find work when we were shut down from March until the ending of June almost? So that means all businesses were closed unless you were an essential worker. So, how could I not look for work if there was no work available? You start to see where it adds up. She goes, Okay, that aside, what is your uh, evidence that you didn't? And I'm like, Why are you going to throw that out? That doesn't make any sense. That's the main, that's my main proof that I'm not guilty. And then we started talking more and more. And, you know, there's an echo and I'm fucking talking and she cuts me off. And then my voice is still going, I'm not talking anymore. And she's like, Stop, you're being insubordinate. I can, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not talking. There's an echo. And then, you know, luckily I, I was, I, I won. I didn't get after they cleared the balance and everything. They realized it was a mess up, but you start understanding. Is that like, did they expect me just like, I had so many people go, you're probably going to have to pay that back. I'm like, no, I'm going to take it to fucking court. There's not just an option of, they tell you that you owe money and they pay it back. There's none of that. Unless you know, you're not wrong, which I knew I wasn't wrong. I took that shit to court. There's always another option. There's never just one thing. You just have to weigh your options out. You have to look at it from a full grand view scale of things. And they weren't looking at it from a full grand skew. I mean, I could say the conspiratorial wise is that they were just, they gave out a bunch of money. They didn't want to do that. And they're now they're trying to get a bunch of it back. That's why there's over 50,000 people in Maryland alone that are suffering overpayment balances. I mean, mine luckily was, I mean, compared to everyone else's was lower, but you start realizing is that, the answer I was getting from family members and friends that were saying, you're probably going to have to pay that back. I'm like, I don't fucking think so. Like there's never just that. How many people get a receipt for a bill and they say, I'm going to pay it because you have to do you, or do you really look into that and be like, wait, it's like, it's like if I told you right now, um, the guy who sent the invoices to Amazon and all those pe- places saying for one point, something million dollars that he did work for them and he had no receipts for, but they were like, fuck it. And they paid it off. Now, I'm not mad at the guy for doing that because he found a way to get money from these people. But you start to realize it's like if I said, here's $50 for what you owe me, what do I owe you? Remember that time like a year ago where you said you give me $50? I don't remember that at all. You never question, though. Instead, people just pay that shit. It's like, why are you paying something you necessarily don't fucking owe? It's just a way of them seeing if you're actually going to follow through with a lot of this stuff. Stick to your fucking guns on some shit. Like, that's not difficult. I'm not saying that means fight your fucking government or punch everybody in the face. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, understand that the situation that you're being put in, the way that they made me feel all the way up three weeks into this court thing where they're like three weeks from now, you're going to be doing this. They made me feel like thinking about it. All that pain, all that. It was constantly hounding in my head of like, oh, my God, there's this, there's this, this worry. They'll do that to you because they can we shouldn't let them have the power to be able to do that to you. And that's with all aspects of business. It's a profitable thing. It's a way to be effective in the things that you do. And society is never going to advance space travel or go into whatever we want to talk about another planet when we can't get that out of our evolutionary chain. We have this aspect of wanting to be above somebody. The idea of slavery, for instance, um, like trafficking. I would be trafficked if I went to Jamaica. It would fucking happen because I don't know the culture. I'm new. I'm a person they can take advantage of. Humankind in general has always been about taking advantage of people. It doesn't matter if I'm white. It doesn't matter if whatever. It's just taking advantage of someone who's different from you. And that has been throughout society's all of history. This idea that it's just completely this side needs to pay and this side needs to do whatever – Sure. From some aspects, sure. But you start looking at it like it's a more of a human entity aspect that no wonder I don't think aliens are ever going to want to contact us because we don't deserve it. The government doesn't deserve to give us any information. Aliens don't deserve to ever come in contact with us because we're all kind of like this selfish. I need to talk to this famous person so he can retweet it. And next thing you know, my episode gets popular because I had him on. I have to always reach out to these famous people. No. Just be a fucking person, talk to the people you want to talk to, be fucking curious and treat people as equal. It's not that fucking hard.
0: You know, I would would love it in in a sense that, you know, it sucks because one side of the coin is I would love it if someone um, popular did like share one of your episodes or something and help really put your channel out there. But at the same time, it sucks that you need something like that to happen. You know, it's like, you know, that's that's one thing when you go on for like 10 minutes <laughs> there's so many things that I'm i am trying to. get angry I, there's so many things i want to say so many things that i like as you're going i'm like oh i gotta oh, about this oh, about that like you're saying like society how we've always we're always trying to take advantage of other humans one society against another one even if even if it's just two people bumping each other in the woods and before before there was big civilizations if, if i was walking through the woods and i had a bow and arrow and you were walking through the woods and you had a you know a fucking sword before societies were even a thing, let's say you were going to be like, "Hmm, what can I get out of this fucking guy?" <laughs> you know, can well, I, if can I, I was you-
1: famous and I just yeah, said what I just said, well, if I, if I was famous and I just said what I just said, I would be getting retweets and a bunch of people saying, "Yes, this is why you're awesome." But then I'm 23 saying this, with no fame, people go, "Who's this fucking guy trying to be a philosopher some type of Aristotle?" It does the value is now devalued because of the age, because of this. The the discernment of how we view value doesn't come from the words initially that we say, it comes from the mouth that it was spoken. That's the fucking weird part. I don't fucking like.
0: Yeah, I don't like it either. Uh all these all these uh, influencers and all, they just say yeah, they're I'm sorry, their Instagram posts 90% of the time are like the dumbest things ever. Mm-hmm. They'll have like a new product and, and they just put like two words on it. They're like, feeling good and you're like and you pose with it all funny and and all of a sudden it's like that's the most popular whatever food that they have in their hand and and, and sales take off and all this stuff and it's like you know it, it, if i listen to you talk about a new product that you you're trying and you're really enjoying and and, and different things about it and you're telling me about it then i might go that sounds pretty good actually i'd like to give it a try but you're not influencing me with a picture of a girl with her leg kicked up and she's got like a product in her hand and she's out on a sunny beach or something, but people do, people, people fall for it. People just, you know, whatever, whatever uh Kardashian says the, the, or buys, that's what they're, that's what they want. And I get it. I get it in a sense, you know, I'm not knocking it completely. I'm just saying it's not, that's not for me. I don't, I don't, I don't get too involved in in what everybody thinks about, you know, or what celebrities think about something because we've seen the level of uh, bullshit coming from celebrities and coming from elite whatever and i'm not saying they're all bad people at all if you actually I'll watch an interview with a uh, uh, kim kardashian she's a very very intelligent yeah, woman she, i don't
1: make fun of her she does uh she works with the innocent project to help get wrongfully inconv- yeah. uh, wrongfully convicted people out of prison
0: yeah she does a lot of, and she's she's like uh her father was a, a lawyer she I, I think her father was a lawyer she like on an oj trial or something She's a, she's a very smart girl. I think she passed the bar. I think she's actually like an attorney now. I don't know if she practices, but she always wanted to be a lawyer. And it's
1: more believable when you can look at them before cosmetic surgery, that whole family was fucking fugly. And, um, they all looked normal as shit. But now that you can't, now you look, everyone remembers the image of them now, but not what they used to look like back in the day.
0: Yeah, see, I'm almost 40. I don't if I saw them in person back in the day, I probably wouldn't think they were ugly. We're at gonna all. test
1: it. Hang on a second. I'm gonna fucking minimize my screen. I'm gonna pull up a picture oh, of the card dash. I've done this once and it went horribly.
0: You'll <laughs> cut the stream off. <laughs> I was now
1: I was playing a video and then like I was like, did you see that? And I could hear it, but the guy couldn't hear it. And I'm like, fuck. Uh, and then I'm like trying to do this thing, and I have to realize I might have to edit that out of the recording. My internet but, might like, not um, even open.
0: If I saw if I saw the Kardashians in person, uh, maybe not from a photo, because sometimes photos don't do justice. Like if you were around her twenty years ago, you'd probably still be like, okay, the picture didn't do justice, but yeah, she's actually a pretty good looking girl. She looks pretty, you know, pretty healthy, pretty good looking. And but photos, they may not always, you know, really really show it all. Card. How do you spell Kardashian? Okay, photo. Um, K-A-R-D. Uh, a s h i a or i e n. I don't. I got it. I don't.
1: I got it. I got it. You're a genius.
0: Well, autocorrect really fucking helps. Yeah, yeah, that's how I spell most shit nowadays. You know, because I, I I don't really write a lot like back in school and all that kind of stuff. So you kind of forget how to spell certain things that you haven't written in ten years. I it wish seems it w- so simple.
1: I wish it would um. It's not gonna full size the picture. That's stupid.
0: I'll look it up after the show.
1: No, we gotta play it on the show.
0: All right, put it on the show. But like I said, I, when I was younger, I was more critical of the way females look. When I was younger, I'd be like, "Oh, her, her one eyebrow is a little bit thicker than the other." Or, oh, her. Are you, you know,
1: seeing what throat I'm throat seeing
0: throat. right now? Yeah, I see what I see. What you're saying. Look at that. No, I see you doubled on the screen. Oh, there we go.
1: There's Chloe. Well, she was a kid. There's Rob. There's Kim. Kim was pretty. They looked, I mean, they looked normal. Like normal people. Like not blood-sucking leeches of the apocalypse. No, I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) I I bet if you would have put Kim in her, I don't know. How old is she in that? It's Bruce. I don't wanna say anything. Hey, you can't say that name no more. Thank
1: God that no Bruce is Bruce is a person. Bruce Bruce is Bruce is no longer existing. He killed somebody and then now he's not Bruce anymore. Now it's Caitlyn Jenner. She's amazing. She's running for governor. You should vote for her.
0: And people may not know about all that when when she uh when I guess he at the time, uh, I don't know, I don't wanna, you know, hurt anybody's feelings because I'm really not about that, you know. Uh when I guess when he was Bruce and he hit the person with his car like almost overnight he turned into uh caitlin and he was celebrated yeah if he no, didn't do that out, if he, he didn't do that when he did he would he would have been in trouble
1: and then and, there, there's this devil and he became
0: <laughs> he became woman of the year after running somebody over with his car
1: athlete of the year as well too
0: oh, okay and like i said uh i'm not knocking at I, i'm all about i'm all about people uh yeah, I, I don't care what you wanna do. What yeah, you, what I don't like care if you body. wanna
1: fucking. I don't care if you wanna fuck sheep. I really don't. I don't well, care. No, it doesn't animal, bother me.
0: That's animal abuse. I'm not about that. I mean, Why <laughs> the sheep likes it? I mean, you can't really ask them. You know that's the tricky part.
1: How many baths? Bath twice for yes.
0: He can't be like, come here, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: Well, <laughs> if they clone sheep properly, we they can do that.
0: But like 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 I said, if, if you wanna if you wanted to implant a unicorn horn on your forehead tomorrow and have wings implanted on you, I'd be like, All right, Robbie's turning into a fair, a real life fairy, I guess. That's fine. He's trying to fly, he's got a unicorn thing, I don't know whatever, do your you're thing. Get my show it, canceled. You're not, hurting, you're, not hurt, you're not hurting me and and you're not hurting anybody else, no kids, no animals. I don't care what you do. But just don't force it on me and my children and in and, and our lives. Because I don't care what anybody does at the end of the day. I don't care what your preference is on anything, food, love, people, whatever. I don't care. I got made
1: fun of the other day.
0: No, I get made fun of every day.
1: I got made fun of. They called me a straight male. What's wrong with that? I swear to you, it was like an insult. They were like, look at that straight male. I was like, what? They were clearly not like of both of those. They clearly were fluent as possibly as they could be, but it was like that was an insult. Was like to be a straight well, male. I was like, that's confusing.
0: What? Because if you're if you're all about people's uh, options and choices of being who they want to be and who they want to uh, identify as, and then why would you bash somebody who chooses to be a, a straight male? When Cause it, it,
1: it doesn't. It's 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 the opposite now. They didn't care about that. They just cared about their specific group. It's that whole entire thing. If you really think people are against child slavery, then go to another fucking country where it's actually fucking happening. Antifa is so anti all this or PETA is so anti this. People had to tweet at PETA, why aren't you saying shit about the beagles? And then even then, they finally made a tweet about it. You start to see is that they don't they, – they, they they attack certain things, but there's other things where – like your primary focus is if you're against fucking child slave camps and all this type of shit, you should be going to the Nestle company that's doing that in other fucking countries.
0: Oh, man. Don't get started on the Nestle company. I, I watched a video that was – uh it said – possibly the most evil corporation in history yeah and it was a Nestle symbol and i was like what nestle crunch bars are the shit i, I talked them.
1: i talked about this like around like episode 400 or then i think around later like 700 or something with a chocolate reviewer the nestle company gets off on lawsuits they just recently i think in like a couple months ago um early june i think they uh paid the supreme court 2.3 million dollars to just pass a case that was them uh talking about their conditions for slave encampments and like fucking like some type of guatemala country or something like that where they were what? harvesting cocoa
0: hey hey what's 2.3 million dollars for nestle nothing they, sh- they sneezed that shit they, yeah, They'll, they'll push it down a drain. It won't matter. That's there. what
1: I'm saying is like people like uh, the Supreme Court just got paid off. Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Like you start realizing like these corporations, $2.3 million might be a lot for you and me. I'm pretty sure me and you could not even imagine what a billion dollars would look like in a room, yeah. but they, that's their fucking easy spending money that they take on a rainy day.
0: Yeah. Uh, a billion for a corporation like Nestle still, they don't want to lose that billion. Cause it, it's a decent amount of money, but it's still it's still nothing. If Nestle had to pay a billion dollar lawsuit tomorrow, they're going to continue to stay in business. They're going to continue to do what they got to do. All they're going to do is squeeze their employees a little bit over the next year or two to get their money back or something. That's all they'll do. You're it's not a, really stopping the machine, you know. It's a dirty world. It is, and I get it. It's natural. It, it's it, unfortunately, like I was saying earlier, it's the way it's got to be. There's always got to be people at the bottom. To build up everything for the people at the top, you know, you're never gonna have everyone rich and elite, and nobody on the bottom doing the grunt work. It's not gonna happen, you know. But you, I so kind to- of accepted my place in in reality, and and I'm, I don't, I'm not worried about getting rich. I like I'm not you. worried about, huh? I like you. Well, I would like it if someone just said, hey, you know, I'm a billionaire, and uh, whatever for whatever reason, here here's a couple million dollars. So you know. You know, I bump into somebody and talk with them. They were just like, "Here's here's a couple million dollars. Sure, I'll take it." But I'm not trying to work my way up to some evil corporate ladder to be rich one day and have to step on everybody to get there because I can't sleep with that at night. I can't sleep with that. I like to help people. Uh, I like to. I like everyone to kind of come with me. And but it's you can't really do it. It's like it's in, well, you can depending on what you do, but like in, in a corporate setting you can't really do that you can't bring everyone up with you up to manager level hey let's all be managers together we'll all make good money well then who's running the, the warehouse
1: a rising you know? tide raises all ships
0: yeah but like i said there can't be 20 managers you know all in the same office there's gonna be one and everybody else is gonna have to do it they're told and i'm okay with that i don't mind i don't mind if you're paying me well I'll do what I told I'm told, but just don't force things on me that aren't really ethical, you know.
1: How about this? Don't reduce my standards of living to something not worth living for.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I that's mean, quote.
1: we're ending on that. That's a fucking ace quote. That's a motivational poster and a half.
0: Write it down. Take I'm a gonna, picture. I,
1: it's fucking recorded. As long as the internet's up, it'll be up. <laughs>
0: says it's recording so i hope it is
1: um justin i appreciate you for finally doing my show again um where can people find harman heat his youtube channel his facebook his instagram any type of profiles you have out there where people can buy your merch and see your awesome hot sauce reviews i need my Harmon heat shirt
0: uh yeah i I didn't get a bunch of them made yet i I still just have like the original from the videos like it's right here somewhere it's got like hot sauce stains on it and shit i'm good i don't want that I know I need to get a black
1: shirt. I'm not wearing white anymore. That's a terrible fucking idea. That gets dirty quick.
0: I that's all I wear is white tees all summer long. Six months of the year I wear fucking white tees every day. The fact but that you, you don't have more like,
1: stains on it is crazy.
0: You talk about like uh, the merch or this or that, like we didn't talk about any of this stuff, which I don't give a shit. I'm just I just like talking to you. Uh, but like yeah, we do we do hot sauce stuff and, and videos and all that kind of stuff. And and I keep my Instagram like I just make fun of everything. I show the trashy side of me and whatever. Cause I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It's not paying my bills at the end of the day. YouTube doesn't pay me. That, that's not how I earn a living, but I, I grow peppers. I make hot sauces. I just do it like as a hobby in a sense, but I take it a little more serious than just a hobby making a few bottles at a time. We, you know, I try to, I try to do it all right. And you can't really find my merch anywhere because I don't try to push any merch on people you know, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't want people to spend their hard-earned money. Unfortunately, I don't want you to spend your hard-earned money to buy a hat with my logo or something like that. I'm I'm nobody. I don't need you know. If if you like it, watch a video. If you don't like it, I totally understand because there's some videos we make that I don't like either, you know. But I can tell you this: the hot sauce is really damn good, but shipping is a fucking pain in the ass. So I I try to avoid even putting it on social media because I don't want people to say, oh. I want to buy, I'll, I'll Venmo you money, I'll do this. Because then I got to fucking, I got to package all the shit up, take time for my day from work and everything, go to the post office, mail the shit out. Like, I, I sell I sell it local because I just, I think it's easier and cheaper. When you got to order it, then you got to pay twice the price because of shipping. And I'm like, nobody wants to spend $15 on one bottle because of shipping, you know? But I keep it simple. I keep it local. You're not really going to find merch. You can... You you can follow me on Instagram, Harman underscore heat. Someone stole Harman heat and had like one stupid post like five years ago. So I can't have Harman heat. So it's Harman underscore heat. But you can find us on YouTube. If you want to watch a video, go have a laugh at our our expense because that's what it's about. We're not trying to be cool. We're just having fun.
1: I'll link it all in the description. Justin, it was great talking to you again.
0: Um, Can't wait to have some crabs with you again, man. That was a good day. Good day. Beer and crabs. Days. We've had a couple good days. Yeah. Beers and crabs. you got to come to Ocean
1: City more often. And I get shit for yeah. eating sushi with a fork on one of your videos.
0: <laughs> you did eat it with a
1: fork. Normal shit.
0: Who eats sushi with a fork, Rob? I'm, I'm not a, a peasant. No, I'm just kidding.